Is this not the fast? Have you ever had someone interrupt your thoughts? Yeah, it was, and you consider it rude, actually. There you are thinking about your life, maybe some rolling around, something that is very pertinent to the occasion or to that moment, and yet this strange thought interrupts your thoughts, answers questions, or poses another question. We're going to be looking at, is this not the first? As recorded in Isaiah 58. Hi dear, this is Anne Ajadi with Walk With Me. We've been walking the road to the cross, the way of power, during this Lenten season. Is this not the first? It is day 37 of John's 40-day fast. Things have been really tough for him. The troubles of his life have taken him from every conceivable pillar to all imaginable posts. All these years had their prescriptions. Their verdicts were as varied as the many heads that John had visited. I like to pause right there. Are you one of those that like to go from seer to seer, from prophet to prophet, from mountain to mountain? Are you one of those that like to search in desperation? I have good news for you. Salvation is here. Salvation has come to you. You don't have to go up or down. What you're looking for is not lost. In the case of John, the more people, the more prophets he visited, the very more variant of his problems he received, and the more confused he became. He was actually beginning to get frustrated when he took advice to try one more prophet. He was kind of skeptical. But he needed a miracle. God had to say something. Or everything he had and stood for was about to crumble. And he could not afford that. I will stop right there again. The truth is for every false prophet or every near prophet, there is always a true one. The devil will not give you a counterfeit if there was no true one, if there was nothing he was copying. The prophet that John chose to go to this time was a sage. He had deep insight. He had stories that spanned many decades. So John was kind of relaxed. This octogenarian seemed to know what was amiss. His prescription to John was that he go on a 40-day fast and ask for only one thing. God, show me what you want me to see. That angle rattled John, but somewhere in his heart, he knew that this was genuine. He knew that if he followed through, he would find the answer. The only thing that seemed like a mountain right now before him was that he had never gone on a fast before. Not any fast, let alone a 40-day fast. 
what will he do? But he was in need and he had never fasted. And now he was being asked to fast. How did he get this problem? How? What happened? It's a very long story. But long story short, it's at the point that we meet John. It's as good as between the devil and the deep blue sea. And the option of a 40-day fast remained the only window for him. He had already lost too many things in the last couple of years. The first three days of the fast, he believed he saw hell. All his members rebelled. There was war everywhere. There was war. Very essence was screaming for mercy. He could not pray because he could not even concentrate. They four rolled into five, into six, into seven, and he was still struggling. Staying away from food was an issue, and he was, but he was gaining ground. Someone said, do we have to fast for anything to happen? The truth is your flesh has to come down so that your spirit can take its rightful place. And nothing happens in the physical without already it happening in the spiritual. So fasting helps to subdue your flesh so that your spirit can pick up the signals of heaven. Because only those signals are what you need to walk through your many issues of life your mind you know at some point you will need your spirit to take control of your mind and your body at some point if you embark on a fast especially the long ones at first it will look like you're gonna die but after some time your body takes you know kicks in, the spirit kicks in and supplies you strength. You find out that you are not as weak as you think that you are and you are able, you feel light and you're able to go on. After some time, it will become like a cruise. You'll just be enjoying the ride. You would, you know, hearing God will be easy, studying the Bible will be easy and all of that. It was in the middle of all of this that that voice came again, is this not the fast that I have chosen to lose the chains of injustice, untie the cords of the yoke, to set the oppressed free and break every yoke? Is this not to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor wanderer with shelter? When you see the naked to clothe them and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood, Then your light will break forth like the dawn and your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Then you will call and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help and he will say, here I am. If you do away with the yoke of oppression, with the pointing finger and malicious talk, if you spend yourselves in behalf of the hungry and satisfy the needs of the oppressed, then your light will rise in the darkness and your night will become like the noonday. 
The Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land. He will strengthen your frame. You will be like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose waters never fill. Your people will rebuild the ancient ruins and will raise up the age-old foundations. You will be called the repairer of broken walls, restorer of streets with dwellings. If you keep your feet other focus from breaking the Sabbath and from doing as you please on my holy day. If you call the Sabbath a delight and the Lord's holy day honorable, and if you honor it by not going your own way, not doing as you please or speaking idle words, then you will find your joy in the Lord, and I will cause you to ride in triumph on the heights of the land and to feast on the inheritance of your father Jacob, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. My dear, that was taken from Isaiah chapter 58, verses 6 to 14. What I need you to know today is that there is a kind of fast that God wants, that pleases God. That fast is not focusing on yourself. It is to get your prayers answered, you have to answer somebody else's prayers. The Bible calls it feed the hungry, clothe the naked, Don't turn your face away from someone who is in need. Don't exploit your workers. Cancel debt. Yours was also cancelled, remember? Defend the defenseless. Be available to your family. Do this and you will see a breakthrough. I actually like the way it says it that when you do this, your night will become day. Suddenly, you would have answers to all the questions that buffet your mind. When you do it right, when you fast, not so your enemies can die. Those ones, are, they, they, they are nothing. It's not a big problem in, 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 in the scheme of things. It is not a problem. When you fast right, fasting is focusing on God and God matters, not focusing on you. Let me tell you, you cannot um, twist God. God does not work for you. You have to work for God. See, when you understand how this works, you will be a wonder to your world. What I want you to do is in this Lenten season, Make up your mind to do what God wants. Make up your mind to go the way God wants you to go. Then you'll be assured of God's answer. Then you will know the power of staying with God. Then you will know what it means for God to arise on your matter, then you will find that mountains don't stand a chance when God is present. Then you will know that darkness and light are the same to God. And when you are with God, nothing is impossible unto you. The road to the cross is a way of power, is a way of death, but in dying you assume life. In dying, you know yourself, you find yourself. As we spend another day looking through the word of God and praying and asking questions and asking him to show us 
how he wants us to go. My dear friend, don't waste this season. The reason is God really wants to talk to you. God really wants to fellowship with you. Let him. You have suffered enough. And just before I let you go, I'd like for you to go. Avail yourself of some of Anna Jadis' books. There's Walk With Me in the, in the Footsteps of Jesus, Strength for the Journey. There is Heart Matters, Life Matters. There is God's Lady in Waiting, Navigating the Night Seasons. You Will Marry Well is a book on marriage. And my latest book is Prayer Works. All of those books are available on Amazon Worldwide. Amazon Worldwide. And just in case you want to get in touch with me, I am on Instagram, at Ajadi, A-R-N-A-J-A-D-I. And on Facebook, Twitter, at Ajadi, A-N-N-E-A-J-A-D-I. And this podcast is available everywhere podcasts are available. That's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor.fm. They are this podcast and many others actually are available. This is us walking the road to the cross. Christmas last December, we did Christmas diaries. So, it promises to be, I want you to grow in Christ. I want us to journey together so that together we can affect our world. Our lives will change. Now, my dear friend, I do so love you. But I know that you know God loves you more. Have a good one. Bye now.